Hey guys, and welcome to this episode of History in the House. Here's a quick recap of the Whiskey Rebellion. So, it all started out with farmers um, not being able to make too much money by selling grain. Um, It cost them a lot to ship across the Appalachian Mountains, and it just wasn't working financially for them. So what they decided to do is make something with that grain, and what they made was whiskey. They distilled whiskey. Um, They built the distilleries next to their farms, distilled the whiskey, sent it off to market, and the whiskey was worth a lot more than the grain. Um, So the farmers were making a lot more money. Um, But the farmers also dealt mostly in bartering, so they weren't actually making a lot of actual cash on hand, but they did have something handy to trade, because back then most people wouldn't mind giving you some good stuff for the whiskey. Next, uh, during this time, um, of course, America is in debt from the Revolutionary War, and Alexander Hamilton, the genius that he was, has created a budget system, and the national banks, and our monetary system, and uh, the idea of our tax system. And so he whispers over to President George Washington and says, hey, dude, we're in debt, so I think we need to raise taxes. And let's raise taxes on something that everyone wants, and that's also slightly expensive, so we can make lots of money quickly. So, they raise money on alcohol, whiskey. Farmers get wind of this, and they don't like it. They don't want to pay their taxes, and also, when the tax collectors come knocking, they don't have a lot of cash on hand, because they've been trading, instead of actually having money. So, they fight the tax collectors, they burn down the tax buildings in their town um and we go back to washington dc and alexander hamilton whispers to george washington hey dude um so we also have this new thing called the uh u.s constitution we uh you know remember we deleted that articles of confederation that wasn't really good at all and we replaced it with something much better which gives you mr president the power to enforce law So, how about you send some troops out there to the farms near the Appalachian Mountains and put some order in these people and show them that if they're going to protest, they need to do it peacefully and through their proper channels by voting and talking to their representatives and not just going crazy and burning down buildings and punching tax collectors. So, Washington sends 15,000 troops across the Appalachian Mountains, but by the time the troops get there, the rebellion's over. Farmers have gone back to their farms. But what the farmers do see is 15,000 American soldiers march through their city with their guns drawn and then turn around and march right back out and go home. And the farmers look at each other and go, man, uh, I'm sure I'm glad we all stopped having a riot because we could have been in big trouble. Federal government means business. If we're going to do things like this, they're going to send the military to keep order and keep everybody safe. So some things that were learned or the big ideas here are that during Shays' Rebellion, we didn't have the Constitution. So things got out of hand and couldn't be enforced by the federal government. But during the Whiskey Rebellion, the Constitution was in place, which gave the federal government and the president the power to enforce the law. 
All right, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of History in the House, and uh, we'll be back next time. See ya.